This show is part of the Panoply Pilot Project, where you help greenlight new podcasts. If you like it, hit subscribe to vote for more episodes. The following podcast contains explicit language. Dirty Tackle is brought to you by Blue Apron. Create delicious home-cooked meals with fresh ingredients delivered right to your door. Get the first three meals free when you go to blueapron.com slash dirty tackle. Dirty Tackle is also brought to you by Audible with an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more for people who are too lazy to read with their eyes. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at audible.com slash pilot. Welcome to Dirty Tackle. We're here to finally deliver the podcast that the soccer world deserves. More life, more podcasts. Childish, nonsensical, and occasionally funny. And we stole Grant Wall's podcast equipment at the Newark Airport baggage claim, so now you have to listen to us instead. I'm Brooks Peck, co-founder and editor of Dirty Tackle. For nine years, DT has been an award-winning blog. Trophies. Now we're on Haller Magazine's website, whatahaller.com. A site that we're pretty sure has never been hacked by the Russians. Not yet. Here are my two co-hosts. First, we have Ryan Bailey, who you should know from Dirty Tackle, of course, Kick TV, Bleacher Report, Sirius XM Radio, and thousands of other outlets. And your dreams, baby. And, and, your, and your dreams. And dreams. And nightmares. As a new Dirty Tackle tradition that we're going to start here and now, we're going to ask each other what we're wearing. So, Ryan, how are you and what are you wearing? I'm tremendously well, Brooks. I'll tell you why. Because my football team, AFC Wimbledon, they beat the Milton Keynes team a few days ago. This is a tremendous rivalry. And to celebrate that rivalry, I'm wearing my AFC Wimbledon scarf. I haven't taken this thing off. I've been wearing it in the gym. I've been wearing it in bed. We can smell it. Yeah, Yeah, it smells of of sweat, disappointment, and gin. (laughs) Gin. (laughs) Next, our other co-host, we have a man we're calling Theo Messi. Theo is in the Football Witness Protection Program, so we need to conceal his identity. Thank you. Theo, how are you, and what are you wearing? I'm doing well. Um, I'm a little warm, though, because I'm wearing one of these new Pep Guardiola-issued turtleneck jumper blazer concoctions. The official Man City suit, which is the Guardiola uniform of turtleneck and suit and hitman style. Yes, and my neck is very sweaty. I noticed you itching. Yeah. I, I might roll it down as we proceed, so, okay. so don't. Don't be alarmed. Funnily enough that you were wearing that outfit, I actually interviewed two guys this week who oh. also wear that outfit. A guy called Gabriel Jesus. Jesus. I believe it's pronounced Jesus. Jesus. And also his colleague at Manchester City, Ilke Gundogan. That was nice. Yeah, These are like beautiful pronunciations. Yeah. yeah, that is how I pronounce the names to their faces. I'm as well. sure they, they were impressed delighted with that. By yeah. And did you comment on their, their wardrobe, my wardrobe, the wardrobe that we all share? Yeah. It was a Pep Guardiola directive. That was I was told directly. He loves Turtle Neck and Chain. He's a big Lonely Island fan. What <laughs> other manager issues directives for the team suit? That's got to be unusual. I would say most. Really? Yes. I don't think Carlo Ancelotti cares. Tony Pulis does not care. Tony Pulis, you know, I said most. His, his directive is wear a towel. That's it. <laughs> most successful Wear teams. a towel when you're Let's punching me in the face. That's it. Anyway, Brooks, that's enough about me. And that's enough about Theonel. What are you wearing? I am wearing my Cultural Leonesa tuxedo kit this is a special occasion so i thought i'd dress up for it Thank you know you. 
It's got the bow tie and the and the suit, the cufflinks on the sleeves. It's it's this is formal. Is it real? Wear. Is it real? Does this the is, team wear this? They do wear this. This was a real shirt that they to wore to weddings or on the pitch. Hummel made this beautiful, amazing shirt for them, and they really wore it. And now I'm really wearing it. I know. I can see. Shouts to that. I mean, I was at your wedding, and I didn't think it was necessary you wore it then, and I don't think it's necessary you wear it now either. I mean, a formal occasion calls for formal wear. Y- you gotta, you know, which is why you shouldn't be wearing adhere that. to a certain standard. <laughs> And that's what I'm doing. Brooks, Theo, we live in a world of alternative facts and fake news. And we here at Dirty Tackle are generously donating to the fake milieu with our new segment We embrace here. fake news at Dirty Tackle. We, we enjoy we it. We invented fake we news. Invented I won't go it. as far to say that. Yeah, Maybe sure. before Trump he got on board. I agree. Let's not be humble here. Let's call it as it is. Yeah, at least it. in the soccer world. That's a fact. Sure. And that is why we've invented this next section. It's called True Are Ya! Or for the uh, non-English chant-speaking people, true are ya? The subject of this. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> of this I, l- I like the little explainer. Yeah, I'm I excited to translate it, Kingsley. Yeah. Two great nations divided by one language <laughs> is what we say. I'm going to le- read out some headlines for you guys. You're going to tell me whether these headlines are true things that actually happened in the news media, or whether I just made it up. Are you ready for the first one? Let's Born go. Ready. Headline number one, Manuel Pellegrini is on the Chilean version of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I hope so. No way. I, I really hope that's Impossible. true. Brooks, why do you think it's true? Come on. I don't know if I think it's true. I just hope it is. Ah, I'm trying to will it to well, be true. Well, I know it's not true because he is a cadaver that there's no, no way he can dance unless Ruben like weekend at Bernie style. is like, yes, propping just, him up weekend at Bernie style. If Ruben, this is number around. two that he's had with him everywhere he's been, city, wherever he's at in China now, if he's got him like a puppet and he's moving his arms, maybe no way they could fill out the rider for Ruben and Pellegrini. Who is Ruben? Ruben is his number two. He's the guy that looks like a henchman. Is he a sandwich or is he a person? No, he's a person. Okay. So Manuel is the cadaver, mm-hmm. the dead guy mm-hmm. that's alive in coaching football. I understand that. Ruben is the guy that sits next to him who looks like a henchman from a Bond film. <laughs> okay. Now, that makes he, sense uh, to me. He could be his dance partner in Dancing with the Stars. You don't know that. Is that possible? Sure. Sure. Well, it's actually not possible because it's not true. But the truth here is, is another Manchester City former manager who is on the Italian version of Dancing with the Stars, Roberto Mancini. And there are uh, clips of this on the YouTubes. I recommend you look it up. Uh, By the way, Manuel Pellegrini is currently the manager of Habai China Fortune in the Chinese Super League. Played two, drawn two. Good old Manuel Pellegrini. See, we got fake news and we got facts on deck. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, melding of the two. Next up for you guys, Philippe Coutinho, Philly Coots as I like to call him. He's got a Mickey Mouse tattoo, and it looks like garbage. True or false? Or could it be a tattoo of Jurgen Klopp that just looks like Mickey Mouse? No. no. You think it's, they don't look at it. I think that's false. They have very few similarities. I, I think that's false. Okay. All right. Well, so there's a few things here. Getting a Mickey Mouse tattoo, very questionable. I'd expect Kaka to do that first and foremost. The fact that he hasn't done it yet. I think he probably has. It's bizarre to me. Told the world. How can it look like garbage? Mickey Mouse is like a very universal symbol. Like, I feel like it wouldn't be hard to draw. Did he just go to the wrong place? Did he not get it at the Magic Kingdom? The way Disney is, I feel like he'd get major league sued if he did that. Or it's a sponsorship. That's an intense sponsorship. I'm here to tell you that. Ha ha, it's true. Ha ha. It's true. Uh, Philip Coutinho's ribcage is the happiest place on earth right now because it has a terrible <laughs> Mickey Mouse tattoo. Now, this is it. kind of a trend with Liverpool players because Alberto Moreno has some very questionable tattoos. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen those. Oh, we're saying footballers like, have questionable tattoos? There is Stop nothing the that's not questionable like, about Alberto Moreno. He has like a panda bear with a monocle mm. and a... <laughs> 
a dog with a gun. Like it's at least those are stuff. creative, man. Just like bizarre off the wall things. That sounds like a really noble panda bear, by the way. I would be friends with a panda bear that Speaking wears a Speaking of things from the animal kingdom, my next headline for you. Arsene Wenger keeps two parakeets at his home. They are called Dixon and Wright, named after <laughs> Lee Dixon and Ian Wright, Wright, Wright. Is this true or false, false, false? False. They're actually called fourth in place. <laughs> oh, yeah, bird! Yo, <laughs> R.I.P. in peace. I'm dead. <laughs> What do you think? Does uh, Arsene Wenger fill the hole in his life with parakeets, Theo? Yeah, he seems so crappy at everything he does that he must have two parakeets that just make a ton of noise in his house and are mad annoying. Yeah, he's just got rubbish animals. He doesn't have a dog or anything. Uh, I can tell you this one's false. I completely made this up. I pulled this one from my butt. But um, Arsene Wenger, he has said in an interview that his favourite animals are horses and dogs, even though I thought he liked sloths because he likes Meza No. And he grew up That's with. He slander. said he grew up with horses in France, which might explain the long face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is getting out of hand. All right, gents, thank you for playing. That wraps up True Aya. I don't know who won, and frankly, I don't care. We're going to move on now because have you heard? There's a Classico happening in Miami this summer. Tickets are on sale now. Let's go to our sponsor. Ooh. July 29th at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami. The two titans of Spanish football will go through the motions by the ocean for anyone and everyone willing to pay an epic amount of money. Real Madrid and FC Barcelona are coming to get your money. For just $350, you can sit eight miles away from the reserves for two of the best teams in the world as they play at half speed. Half speed. For $1,000, we'll throw in the official Neon Horror third shirt of your favorite player. As long as that player is Isco. For $2,500, you'll also get access to the hottest party in the Miami Public Library parking lot. Special appearance by Isco. And for $10,000, you can cruise down Ocean Drive in a 1998 Mazda with spinning rims and get dropped off at the Versace Mansion. 12 minutes after Cristiano Ronaldo drives by in his Lamborghini. Lamborghini. The Miami Classico. One third of the action for three times the price. I don't know about you guys, but I can't stand going to the supermarket. First, you've got to put on pants. Then you've got to go to your car and get it and go to a place with loads of common people in it and buy groceries. It's horrible, isn't it? People are awful. What I like to do is Blue Apron. You can go to blueapron.com slash dirty tackle. We've got a great deal for you there. What the deal is here, guys, and you know this because you've both tried it. You get yourself a big old box of ingredients delivered to you. It's got three meals inside it, and they're always awesome. Like I've done burgers on it. I've had fish tacos from it. I had some steak. I had some gosh darn steak from this place. All delicious. They give you these recipe cards. They're really easy to follow. It's pretty affordable. It's less than $10 a person per meal. You get seasonal recipes, and the beauty of it, guys, the beauty of it here is that they don't repeat their recipes in the same year so you get loads of variation it's great right lots of variety yeah i I use blue apron because i used to go out to dinner a lot they knew my name at the mcdonald's drive-thru it wasn't good Mm. it was bad (laughs) so now I, i do blue apron i eat better it's fresher it's great 
And I'm saving a lot of money, too, because I'm not going out so much. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. You get this lovely little box delivered, by the way. It comes in nice packaging and it's got all this ice stuff in it. And the ingredients are super fresh. And they're good quality ingredients, by the way. You can do that by going to blueapron.com slash dirty tackle. That's blueapron.com slash dirty tackle. You'll love how good it feels and tastes mm, to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Do it now. Now. Right now. We're going to get into our Dirty Tackles of the Week. This is why we're here, to deliver vicious takedowns to the most deserving assholes in the football world. Ryan, what's your Dirty Tackle of the Week? All right, gang, let me tell you a little tale about Jose Mourinho and his recent visit to Chelsea in the, the FA one. Cup a few days ago. He is indeed the special one, but not according to Chelsea fans, Theo. He is... Some Chelsea fans. Let's not... No, I'm, I'm tarring with the same no. brush. Oh, chill chill with your blanket, bro. We're not here to tar. We're here to dirty tackle. I think this is my dirty tackle okay, of the week. Go I'm going to carry on, okay? All the right, Chelsea right. fans, as a collective, every single one of them, at this game, called Jose Mourinho a Judas. They also chanted, F off Mourinho. It's a bit of a salty version of that. Now, he, uh, in response response to this he held up three fingers to the fans i don't know if you saw this Beast. guys that was representing the amount of fans who used to go and see them play in the no, 1990s that before they got money that's the number of titles he has won for chelsea i think my version i was know your version is anyway crap. but I, the problem i have with this guys is that the chelsea fans were calling him judas now he didn't really go to a rival he went to man united it's not like he went to like spurs or arsenal or anything he was sacked he twice. was sacked twice. twice. He was sacked twice by this. There was no betrayal whatsoever. To be a Judas, you have to betray someone. He was sacked, and he brought them more success than anyone else ever has. Yeah. Chelsea is the Judas in this situation. Roman Abramovich is the Judas. Chelsea are the idiots in oh. this situation. That's what I'm saying. This, this is getting harsh. I don't know if I agree with all of this. I think this is just empirical proof that all Chelsea fans are idiots. No, no, this is not what that proves. Okay, my dirty tackle of the week is against the Italian club of Juventus. Heard of it. Heard of it. They've won a few titles. Some of them disputed, but they've won a lot of them. Mm. So I don't know if you saw, but they unveiled a new logo. It's a weird looking J. It's not terribly impressive. It looks like a futuristic, I don't know what. Graphic design community loves it, though, because it's too hard to understand as they would. <laughs> we wouldn't get it. No. We wouldn't. Yeah, no, we're not smart enough. Much to too lowbrow for this logo. So anyway, they unveiled this logo and it turned out like a week before they did this, one of their biggest supporters got the old logo tattooed on his shoulder. As you do. And a week later, they unveil a new crest. This was obviously upsetting to him. And so when the club heard of this story, they brought him and two other big fans in to get the new logo tattooed on their body and other parts of their anatomy. Aggressive branding program. Aggressive now. branding. And this is all for free, by the way. They didn't make him pay for it. So this was the gift. Come here and I'll permanently ink something on your body. And I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but these guys do not seem happy with this addition to their body art at all. They look miserable. One guy even got it tattooed on his like upper thigh, so you can't even really see it when he's wearing, hopefully wearing clothes. He might go like full Ronaldo, though, when no, he plays he doesn't, pickup he, this and looks, just be showing that thing This off. looks like he did this on purpose to conceal this new ugly... You're right. I saw the photo design. and his thigh... Whatever, not nearly as impressive. It doesn't see much sunlight. So. You can you can tell it doesn't see much. A sunlight. bit pasty, yeah. Basically, yeah. what I'm getting from this storyline is: man gets regrettable tattoo, gets second regrettable gets second tattoo for free, though. Forced for, for forced, free. <laughs> possibly coerced. We I feel like I they if... went into his place of living and they were like, "Come here, boy. Like we're gonna put this ink on you, and you're never <laughs> gonna be able to scrub it off." But they said it in Italian because they're yeah. They grabbed it by the back of the neck. <laughs> they grabbed it by the back of the and neck and just said, "Come with me." <laughs> I'm Italian. I could say that. 
Theodore Messi's Italian now. Okay, cool. So I I think as a club, Juventus need to take a look in the mirror because it's abuse. They're abusing their fans permanently. And it's time someone speaks up for these poor souls. Yeah. Theo, what is your dirty tackle of the week? My dirty tackle is, you know, for someone I, I liked and I do like... Um, Jamie Vardy, yeah, had a, had a pretty impressive season last year. Was just pooping out goals left and right, having a party, having a party, as they say. You know, had a warning people that if they chat shit, they will get banged. Yep, they will get banged on site. <laughs> he's got he's got a packet of crisps with his likeness on it from Walkers, which I think are Lay's in England. Is that true? That's correct. Cool. They're not a sponsor, so we don't. Need so, to anyways, that. Leicester City, you know, clubbing a bit of turmoil. Fired their manager Claudio Ranieri, who was you know a god. Last year, won the Premier League title in what some are calling the greatest sports story the ever told. Man. The sausage man himself. The sausage man himself. Now he's been replaced. The sausage, yeah. He's been replaced by a legend by the name of Craig Shakespeare. Shaky. William Shakespeare's great, 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 great grandson. Great, great friend. Really great, good great friends. Friend. <laughs> Family and friends. He, he once saw Hamlet. He did. An amateur production of Hamlet. Yep, that's good stuff. Um, so anyways, in this Champions League game, they overturned the tie versus Sevilla. And Jamie was getting riled up. He was getting into it with Samir Nasri, another footballer with a very good reputation. Samir Nasri, you know, very well respected globally for what he does. Anyways, Jamie gets angry. He begins punching himself in the head. Bizarre, no? He, yes, but I've seen him do this before. It, it doesn't make it right. doesn't make it good. doesn't make it It was just creepy normal. to watch. It's like Jamie Vardy's having a party and it's getting a bit weird and we should all maybe leave him alone and go home. This was like Fight Club punching himself in the face. He was like trying to hurt the person at the end of the punch, but that person was himself. Yeah. And that's it, scary. This was Tyler Durden action. This this was so rough. has he had too little Skittle Vodka or too much Skittle Vodka? Somehow both. The right amount because they won the game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the moral of the story is Punch yourself in the so, face wait, to advance on. in the Champions League. So who is your dirty tackle against? Jamie Vardy for punching himself? For, not for punching himself, for weirding me out. Because so, the video so is you're so gonna, weird that it made me feel So you're going to inflict more pain on a man who has already inflicted pain on himself. Yeah, but because I don't think he felt it. I think he was in such a state of tizzy that he didn't feel the maybe physical pain. Maybe he wants pain, to be dirty tackled. But he was clearly showing his emotional pain. Maybe, maybe he wants you to do this. He, I think he this does. This is a cry for help. Yes. And you're going to help and him. And I'm going to do it for him. All right, that was our dirty tackles of the week. Fantastic as they were. Now, guys, coming up this week, it's the international break. No. The boringest place on earth. Yes, indeed, ladies and gents. If only, if only there was an alternative. And now, a word from our sponsors. Everybody hates international breaks. Watch San Marino versus Macedonia? Spend quality time with my loved ones? Are there no other options? You're in luck! Thanks to a realistic club football simulator that fits comfortably in your own home, you can avoid the monotony of international matches. From the makers of reading a book and carrying on with your fucking life, FIFA 17, the only way to pass your time and preserve your sanity. Can I play too, Daddy? Sorry, kiddo. There's only one controller. Now go back to school. Aw, nuts. Thanks, FIFA 17. Available places you can exchange money for goods and services. Are you too lazy to use your eyes? Then Audible is for you. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, and magazine and newspaper publishers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cool your jets for a second here, Brooks. You're saying if I want to read one of the latest releases in the popular novel charts, rather than using my eyes to do so, I can listen with my ears. With your ears. Revolutionary. Okay, so let me get this straight. I am Zlatan. I want to hear his tales and things that were made up by the ghostwriter, but I don't want to actually read it. How do I do this? 
at audible.com slash pilot. Get yourself a free 30-day trial and you're good to go. So they've got thousands and thousands of titles. Have they got uh, Theonel Messi's autobiography, I'm a Big Stupid Baby? No. Not yet. Not yet to be released. I'm still working on it. But they do have Solo, A Memoir of Hope. Who's that about? Hope Solo. And that was actually a major inspiration for the Theo Messi book, so stay tuned. <laughs> major plagiar- plagiarism. No, 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 no. For the Theo Messi Plagiarism, book. inspiration, tomato, tomato, <laughs> you know, whatever. Same difference. Well, Brooks, I suggest we call an Audible on this situation, and we go to audible.com slash pilot, and we get ourselves a free audiobook and a 30-day trial. That's nearly a month in most cases. Let's do it. Can I come too? No. No. In the future, you got to make a Life Ref song that's, like, really corny. It's the Life Ref. He refs your life up. So you better watch out. He's going to officiate your life. Because you don't play by the rules, but you should. Everyone needs a life coach. Not everyone. Especially a couple people in this room right now. For sure not. But what if it's too late to prevent you from making terrible mistakes? That's where the life referee comes in. Making judgments on questionable occurrences in the football world and booking those who deserve to be punished. We here at Dirty Tackle are the life refs and life linesmen. Ryan, start us off with our first case. I will take the first turn as life ref. I'm not going to be life linesman. Jesus, you're life third official. You're, you're life fourth official, yeah. fourth even though official. we have three people. Oh boy, can yeah. I be like the life... You're like the life groundskeeper. <laughs> the life, <goal laughs> life groundskeeper. <laughs> you just keep it nice for the rest of us, yeah? <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to take first turn as life ref here. My subject I'm tackling is sleeve advertising in the Premier League. From next season, instead of the Premier League badge on one of the arms of the shirt, there's going to be a space for a sponsor. A lovely commercial Mm. opportunity for all the clubs there. Man City are the first ones to exercise this right, apparently. And they're going to have Nexen Tire Corporation on the side of their sleeve there. South Korea's finest, I hear. Mm. You don't want Pirellis, you want Nexens. That's right. That's a delicious They better be paying us for that. Little quote here from Manchester City's Chief Commercial Officer, Tom Glick. The price point would be less than the front of the shirt. Makes sense. It's not on the front. It's smaller. It's on the sleeve. But the media value is incredible. Incredible, Incredible. guys. It's not just regular media value. It's incredible value that we're getting on this shirt sleeve. I'm going to go straight off and give my judgment here, if you don't mind. I'm going to say... Play on. I'm, I'm showing advantage. To You're this okay with this. I don't, I don't have a problem with this. I can see that some people would, but we live in a world where Manchester United has an official diesel engine partner. Who does We've got Barcelona with sponsors underneath their shirt. Yep, They've got outrageous. Intel Insight written underneath their shirt. Well, now Barcelona also has a sleeve sponsor. This yeah. has been going on in, in other places too. In you got, you got, you, you know, in, in the Mexican leagues they have loads. Yeah. I found a, a Swedish site called Mjalby AIF. That's how you pronounce it in Swedish. Uh, in their home strip, They've got 13 different sponsors on it. Lucky number 13. We all know that the Premier League sold its soul to Devil many years ago. Why not just have a sleeve sponsor? I'm fine with it. I applaud this refereeing decision from the stands, as I would if I saw a proper advantage played in a game. Put sponsors everywhere, stack that money, pop those bands. I mean, if the league already has players who have corporate symbols tattooed on their bodies, like Coutinho, 
I guess you have to say why Mark not. Clattenburg has the Champions League trophy on his arm. That's a sp- but trademark. He's, he's and he's got lines in his hair, which has nothing to do with this conversation, but is mad cool. That has zero to do with this conversation. Mm. All right, guys, so we decided on that first life ref decision that we're okay with sleeve sponsors. After all, we are all wearing blue aprons with Audible on them. We're totally cool with that. So why not uh, go with this? Not this totally is the modern cool, world. But, yeah. This is the modern world. Let's move on to the next okay. topic here. Plain banners. That's not banners which are plain in design. This is banners being carried by planes, specifically ones over the Hawthorns, one of the best stadium names in all of the world. It's like out of Harry Potter. Yeah. By the way, my favorite stadium names, Hawthorns and El Madrigal. They're both very special in very different That's ways. That's from the Spanish Harry Potter. <laughs> I, I digress. <laughs> plain banners over the uh, West Brom versus Arsenal game. We had one banner that said, in Arsenal we trust, supporting Arsenal Wenger during Dumb their opinion. recent game. A rival banner saying, no contract, Wenger out. Interesting Smarter. fact here. One of those banners is alleged by some sources to have been produced by a company owned by Sir Chips Keswick, the most awesomely named Arsenal director of them all. Now, how <laughs> sneaky is that? Allegedly, they hear about this Wenger out banner being flown. Right. Who heard so Chips? So they go through Chip. Yeah, old Chippy. So he went through a shell company for all intents and purposes in Hong Kong, I believe, that he yep, owns. That's right. To subvert the will of the people in the skies to challenge them in an air duel. Yeah. And this is not okay. Everybody knows when you want to influence opinion on people, the best way it's, to do it is banners. to buy a sky banners banner. in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the best way it's to been do it. I get, for years. I get all of my ideas from banners in the sky. But what, what, I, by the way, guys, my life rest decision on this is a straight red card. Everyone involved in plain banners in general should be thoroughly Whoa. ashamed of themselves. They should get not just stadium bans, they should get bans from football. They should have to go watch golf instead now because that's, that's absolutely disgraceful. <laughs> they have too much money for their own They've got good. too much money. They can afford Arsenal season tickets, so we know they're rich anyway. This but is yeah. such an Arsenal Don't problem. spend your money on playing So, banners. okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give a yellow card to the Wenger out banner mm-hmm. and a red to the shady Wenger in banner. Check this. I'm going to give a yellow to that guy Chips because he's got a cool name and he deserves to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. That, that's a red card. I'm, I'm going to give a red Sir card. Keswick, I'm going to give a red card to the fan with the initial banner for not checking the air traffic control schedule and making sure the skies would be clear for him to get his man fired. Brooks, let's move on. What's your life ref decision? The story of Cristiano Ronaldo and his newly renamed airport. So Ronaldo is from the island of Madeira. Madeira? Madeira. 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 And the capital of which is Funchal. Mm-hmm. So they have an airport there that they are renaming Cristiano Ronaldo Airport. Now, some people are not super happy about this. Why wouldn't you be happy about that? Well, if you're not Ronaldo, for one. But aren't all Portuguese people like living vicariously through Ronaldo? Like, yeah. When he was doing all those gesticulations on the touchline of Euros. I, I, I thought it was the other way around. I thought he was living vicariously through his teammates who actually played in Euro 2016 well, in final. that instance, that sounds yeah. accurate. Yeah. So he's getting this airport named after him. And it's going to coincide with a friendly on his home island on March 29th, where they'll name this airport after him. They'll play this game, a rare match on this island. Sounds pretty lit. So now he has, just to recap, he has airport, Ronaldo Museum, Check. Ronaldo Statue, Check. Ronaldo Hotel, all on this one little island. Ronaldo Island. Well, yeah, so that's the thing. So now there have been petitions fighting against this renaming of the airport and people are worried it's going to be Ronaldo Island. So what? What, what joyless better? individuals are campaigning against The this? people of Funchal. What better product has this island produced outside of Cristiano? Yeah. Madeira cake is the only thing and you two bros don't even know what that is. At, 
I have no idea yeah, what that what is. is that? It's a delicious cake from Madeira. It's not Ronaldo, though. Like, it's gonna be the, like the best It's going to be the Ronaldo the cake pretty soon yeah, yeah, yeah. at the rate we're going. So you know what Madeira so, cake is? Read a book or go on Audible. Okay, that's Learn enough something. About, about cakes. Let's get back to Ronaldo. What's your ruling on the Ronaldo Airport? Uh, I'm going to allow it, but I'm going to instill some rules at Ronaldo Airport. Okay. Uh, specifically, the scanning uh, situation, you have to remove all your clothing, as Ronaldo does when all you have of pictures it. taken off yeah. him. Yes. And I think Madeira needs to uh, have some sort of travel ban, specifically against people from Wales with ponytails. That's. I think that's incoming. That's imminent. Yeah. Yeah. I want to definitely show a yellow to these haters out there that are so up in arms about getting this airport named after their son, the god of football, Cristiano Ronaldo. What's that about? I mean, he's doing a lot for his his homeland. He donates money. He does charitable events there. He he does a lot he for them. He takes like Instagrams there. Let with the his man have an airport. Shorts rolled up. Yeah. So final tally, Ryan. You say on Ronaldo uh, Airport. I'm, gonna, I'm play on. I'm allowing. Play on. You're allowing yeah. it. Yellow to the haters. Not a red. Like you can play on, but get your shit straight. You know. I also say play on to Ronaldo Airport. Yes. I think every city needs a airport named after a football superstar. Like, I want to have a Carlo Ancelotti's eyebrow airport mm. in, in Italy. I want to land at Bentner in Denmark one day. Oh, I think he already is under the impression that it is named after him. <laughs> he tells everyone he's going to Bentner Airport, whether that's true or not. <laughs> the Uber driver's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where? And I think, I think Zlatan Airport is a given, obviously. Yeah, Zlatan will be the first like teleportation port when like <laughs> plane travel has been phased out. We're like you know yes. ascending to higher levels. That's yeah. when Zlatan gets an intergalactic. Element. Yes, he's an intergalactic yeah. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Space travel. That's true. All right, so that's life ref. Sort your life that, out. That's some good life refing. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, everybody, take some notes. Take that, Mark Clattenburg. Yeah, we spared you. Most people play on. Play on, indeed. Player, play on, player. That's it for the debut edition of the Dirty Tackle Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thanks to producer Dan Bloom, and a special, very special thanks to Jason DeLeon. And if you like the show, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody. This show only gets picked up on a weekly basis if you demand it. You can read our nonsense at dirtytackle.net, and on Twitter, I'm at BrooksDT. Theo, are you on Twitter? Brand new Twitter account, at TheoMessyDT. I got, like, no followers. Ryan, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Brie Larson, B-R-I-E-L-A-R-S-O-N. That is not true. I've tried tweeting you at that address many times, and it doesn't work. No response. All right, that's the Dirty Tackle Podcast, a Panoply production. See you next time. Love you, bye. See you. Because you don't play by the rules, but you should. This show is part of the Panoply Pilot Project. Ever wonder how a podcast gets greenlit? Now you get to be part of the process. Help us decide which pilots will become series. Cast your vote by subscribing at iTunes.com slash panoplypilots, or you can vote at panoply.fm slash panoplypilots.